0: And y'all don't know oh. what I want to do. you have a car in your
1: hands right now? <laughs> Nike Talk was that place that spiraled what you enjoy now. Anyone
0: who brought a, a Kobe shoe in, I would clean it for free.
1: Man, I always bring a lot of people in the
0: league, I got. I saw that my favorite jersey he's got one. The Barkley, Kobe Forrest. Episode 52, this is the Danden and R.J. Machismo podcast. Uh, this is Danden. Uh, R.J. Machismo cannot be here tonight. Uh, he got daddy duties. So tonight we got a returning guest. Uh, he is the homie, Wole, from All Burgundy and, and Gold Everything podcast. How are you doing tonight? I'm
1: doing good. You could tell you from the area. You said everything real good, Earth. man. Oh,
0: come on, man. I'm from PG uh, County, you know, bro. I know what I'm
1: saying. You could tell. Usually when I have guests on the, on the show, when we have guests on the show. We test them. We uh-huh. test them. When it, we said, when it was all right, once we, we I, I'll do the intro, I'm like you listen to all Burgundy and go Thing powered by the urban sports state and Fox Sports Radio 96.9 FM and, and 1340 AM, Hopewell, Virginia, right? So I'll go with that, right? And then I'm like, I'll stop and I'm like, all right, now this is the test. Hit me with an thing." And then folks struggle. Some folks struggle and some people got the twang. I'm like, okay, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. You're okay um, though, because I like you from the area. I know. I come can see on, I man. Hear it That's of course, why I love man. it.
0: I love it. We like, come on. I, I never left home, brother. I, I know. I love
1: home. it. I thought you would be seawalking by now, man. Go ahead. Bro. Oh, come on, man.
0: Don't make me beat my feet. Don't make me beat my feet. I
1: love it. Oh, I love man. it. I love it.
0: All right. So how, how's everything with the podcast?
1: Everything's good, man. You know, we we, we keep trucking along. We uh just dropped our uh, dropped the podcast basically today um about the the odds on the commanders beating you know the uh, lions, so because you know the lions are favored or uh, um I'm, I'm I'm not sure what the odds are now, but they were favored um uh, when we did the show, so um just you know, just talking about what you know, some of the concerns that the commanders should have with the lions and um why the why the lions are um favored over the commanders uh, we had um uh, Prince Grimes from Bet for the Win, uh, which is kind of affiliated with USA Today, we had him on the show, and he so he probably pretty much broke it down for us. But he actually thought that the you know the commanders would probably win out right anyway, so pretty interesting.
0: That's cool, man. Yeah, so we definitely we'll, we'll talk more about you know week two uh, preview. So um, <clears throat> yeah, so while they you know he's been a he's been a returning guest, he's been you know he, he was a Washington football team slash commanders um you know uh i want to say insider but you know you are affiliated like reporter you know reporter you are a reporter you know what i mean so you was
1: now i'm now i'm part of the people
0: yeah part (laughs) of the people that is true yeah so he's part of the people slash reporter and like we appreciate you coming on tonight and then you know shout out to to everybody at urban sports scene appreciate You you man me and rj big supporters of you guys and you know as well as our listeners too so we want uh-huh. to continue to send our best wishes keep up the good great work so wanted to take the, you know get that out of the uh, way
1: man appreciate the flowers man <laughs> that's what I'm saying I love
0: it I love for it sure, for thank sure thank you
1: same here, man appreciate you too bro
0: all right man yeah. so like yeah we're going to get get down to it so um we want to want, know because you know you've been covering the commanders uh with you know with your podcast so what was your re- um what was your reaction to the commander's win over the Jaguars? Uh was that a lucky win or was the was the Jaguars just a bad team?
1: Um I was at the game with my brother, we were just hanging out watching the game. Um I thought initially, you know, I was impressed. It was up 14 3. My how I looked at the game was Washington and Ray, Ray would probably disagree with me, but I think that Washington uh left the commander, uh, left the com uh left let the Jaguars off the hook. because They should have dominated the game and blew them out. Um, they had them 14-3. And at the NFL, if you keep a, if you let a team in the game, keep them in the game, you know, for, you know, for some time, they're going to strike. And that's what happened. Um, a lot of people were kind of like ill on Trevor Lawrence. I am a, I'm a Trevor Lawrence fan. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be a great quarterback. Um, I think he was kind of brainwashed last year with bad coaching. Mm -hmm. Um, He's actually now he's now he has Doug Peterson, so I think he'll be ten times better. Um, So he made some wow, he made some good throws. I made missed some throws too. Um, I think of the Jaguars. uh, If he had uh, completed some certain passes, the Jaguars may have won the game. Um, Mm -hmm. Also, Atieno dropping that pass, he was wide open. He dropped it himself. But you know what you do is in in a football game, things like that happen. You know when you when a team makes a mistake, you got to capitalize, right? So Carson Wentz, we saw it, and you saw the game. Everybody saw the game. Um, looked good in the beginning. Then he had those two dumb um, interceptions. Um, one, I would say one was dumb. The other one, I thought that the rookie made a great play, um, but it was still a pick, needed to say. And he so he got the low of Carson Wentz. And, and anything in life, you want to see how a person shows out in hostile and hostile situation, negative situation. How do you bounce back? Like, that's the whole thing. Like, how do you bounce back? It's easy to, like, fold. You know what hmm. I mean, but when you when you attack it head on, and you're not scared of the noise, you want the smoke, then you know you show who kind of dude you are. And I felt like Carson did that. You know, Eric, I think that that's I think that's what you got to credit. I don't care who you play; those boys are a lot of first rounders in Jacksonville. They got a lot of first round picks in Jackson, Jacksonville. high first round picks. Yeah. So he came out that bomb. The scary, uh, scary Terry Terry McLaurin was, was 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 on stride. Was on the money. So he deserves credit for that because that's a clutch – that's a clutch pass. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the play to do- Jahan Dotson uh, to, to, to basically win the football game. So to me, when looking at that game, I don't think that they beat a bad Jacksonville. I don't think that Jacksonville is going to be as bad as people think they are. But I do think that if I'm if I'm Coach Rivera the company, I'm looking at that game like we should have blew him out because we had him. You know, if it wasn't for like a Curtis Sam who played well, but if that fumble never happened – I don't think this game is even close. That game is even even close.
0: I agree. I think they would have won at least by maybe two touchdowns or maybe like Mm -hmm. 17, 20 points Mm -hmm. the way that, you know, the way they were rolling in the first half. I think when, to your point, like when Curtis Hamills, you know, fumbled that ball before halftime, it blew a lot of steam, you know, out of their offense, you know, kind of. Yeah. And then that's why they were stagnant in the third quarter. And Mm -hmm. then they, they, you know, they had Jacksonville back in the game. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's all I, about just, it's all about adjustments too. Like we, mm-hmm. we, you know, initially, you know, everything was working for Scott Turner and the, and the, and, J, and Jack Del Rio, right. Initially, everything was working for him. Uh, but Jacksonville made adjustments adjustments in, in the second half. Like they, they did. They made adjustments in the second half and Washington, it took them a while to make those adjustments. And therefore, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Jackson came back and, and, and took the lead. So I think that that's something they do have to review. You know, everybody's happy, but, you got to make those adjustments quicker. You got to anticipate these teams making these adjustments and showing out. Because if, if I'm looking, at, if I'm a Jacksonville Jaguar fan, I'm like, okay, well, at least we know we have a coaching staff that can make the, the appropriate adjustments to get us back in the football game. So it's up to Scott Turner when something like that happens, you got to make a quick adjustment, a quicker adjustment. So this, so we won't have a heart attack type of outcome or anything like that or game.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh-huh. It was a, It was an exciting game to watch, but like to your point, this should have been a blowout game where they could have just played their, you know, their backup string. You know, you know, it should, you know, backup. It should have been. Yeah. yeah. It should have been. So yeah, it's all good though. Uh-huh. So next question for you, Wally. Um, with Carson Wentz having a bounce back fourth quarter? As you were saying, he threw two. You know, it was costly interceptions, and then yeah. he redeemed himself throwing two touchdowns to secure the win. So what does he need to do in order for, for him to have a successful season? B Carson.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you that's what he, he's going to throw some interceptions, right? I mean, he has, he's not – this whole notion that he throws, like, a bunch of interceptions, he's not – we've had worse here in D.C. in terms of interceptions. He's mm-hmm. not, like, that bad of a, uh, of a guy who throws picks. He does turn the football over and fumbles, though. Like, I think that's what people got to kind of look at him when we come to turn over the football. Like, he'll fumble because he holds the ball a lot. He holds the ball for a while. And that's what you—that's what happened with the interception. He held the ball too long on the first—the first initial interception. If he let it all, let it go early, then you know, it would have been better. But to me, just be Carson, like be a playmaker. You know what I mean? Like Washington made all—they made that trade for and, and get and gave you the, and paid you nice for this one year for that. Like for that, that is what it is. It's like be Carson. So. Be a playmaker, be the guy in Philadelphia. You know what I'm saying? You don't gotta be that great. But also I would say that, you know, he doesn't have to do all the work because you as you can see, they're they have a boatload of talent and on all phases of that offense. You know what I'm saying? Like you're gonna have to wait for Logan Thomas to get 110%, get 100 percent because after an ACL, you're not really the same that first initial year, but maybe towards the end of the season, you'll get more of the real Logan Thomas, but you saw the wide receivers. You saw, you saw Jahan Dotson, the rookie, who was an ex- exceptional route runner. Like he is, he's scientific with that route running stuff, and you can see it. Uh, we all know that Terry McLaurin with the Carson Wentz type of arm, which we which we what we got to see, can be dynamic in the in the the sudden play, like the mm-hmm. sudden play, the explosive play. We have seen that. Um, we we saw what Curtis Samuel can do, man. Like he, he can be the poor man Debo. You know what I mean? Like he has it, you know what I mean? And he has, and he's faster, right? So he can do that in terms of the speed element. There's so much you can do with him. So I'm just saying like, and and, and finally Scott Turner was able to use Antonio Gibson in the passing game. Fans have been clamoring for this for a while. Like you got to see this man go one-on-one against a linebacker and dog him. Like this is what (laughs) folks knew he could do. Like folks knew this. So to me, to me, all Carson has to do is, be like the facilitator it's like being a chris paul magic johnson just like boom give it to me give it to him give it to him let them make the play don't worry about being special because you don't got to be that special you know what i mean like understand this about him for himself like he has more talent here in dc pg whatever you want to call it because they play in landover but yeah the, the dmv he has more talent in the dmv right than he had in indy what i mean by in the skill positions now i running back Jonathan Taylor is a bad dude, best, best, probably the best back in football. But in terms of who you throwing the football to, you can't, like, he has, he has too many weapons. He didn't have that many weapons last year in, in Indy in terms of passing the football. He didn't.
0: Yeah. And, you know, to, to your point, for me, my opinion, like, we haven't, we, have, we have we haven't had this much of a potent offense since Kirk Cousins, right? Back in, what, 2015, yeah. 2016? Great. Yeah, D. Jax, Garcon, Jordan Reed, Chris Thompson, uh, Jamison Crowder.
1: Oh, so many weapons! My
0: God, like imagine if yeah, they Trent were... Williams. Trent Williams, yeah, <laughs> you know, a happy Trent Williams before he he jetted out of here. Yeah, you know what I mean. That was, and you know the defense was all right. You know what I mean. I think they they just had some bad, you know, bad games where they should have mm-hmm. won. Uh-huh. So yeah, I mean a lot of a lot of uh, radio, you know, people have been comparing, you know, this team. I mean, not we can't be, it's it's unfair for them because it's only one game, but yeah, you can see like a little bit of what what's what's to come, uh-huh. and it's all positive, right? Every yeah. the, the nice thing is that Carson is spreading the ball around, uh-huh. and that's the scary part. You don't know where it's where it's coming from.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that yeah, and I, and the thing that's different from Carson and Kurt is like Kurt, you know, well Kurt, like Carson is more of a baller than mm-hmm. Kurt is, and no knock on Kurt. This is not no, I'm not doing a Kurt Cousins hate thing, but it's a fact. Like he's more of a baller. Like he, if you watch the history of Carson Wentz, like he's trying, he's trying to get it, like <laughs> like yeah. he's trying to get it, like he's trying to get it. That's to, sometimes to his detriment, right? But he's mm-hmm. trying to get it. Kurt is more conservative to a certain extent. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so Carson is about a, hey, like that pass play, like it could have went left that the play to Jahan, it could have went left. Like, you know what I mean? Like you don't want it out to Jahan Dawson and that type of play, knowing that you are in field goal range. If he under, if the cornerback the turns around, maybe he picks that off, you know what I mean? All the time, yep. you know what yep. I'm saying? Yep. So, but that's what Carson's about. Carson about, I'm about to get it. Yep. Like, so this is what this difference, the difference is that you got, this talent with a dude that is going to give you an opportunity to, to make a play. Like he is going to, and you may, sometimes you're going to look at it and be like, damn, what were you what were you thinking of? Mm. And sometimes you're going to think like, yo, I'm glad you gave him that chance to make that type play. Cause he, that's the type of dude he is he's going to give you an opportunity to make a play. And so with that is where it's going to differ from having a Kirk cousins with this, with that type of weapon, with those weapons, right? Kirk can have those weapons, but it's not going to give you the, he may not, if it's not, if it's close he may not give you that opportunity. Well, well, with Carson, you got all you gotta do is show all you gotta show him is, is a little a little something and he'll yep. let that thing hmm. go. So yeah. so I think that I think for a receiver, if you're a receiver, um tight end, you're gonna like playing with Carson Wentz, because he's gonna give you an opportunity to make a big play.
0: Exactly. And you know, I think we'll have we'll see more of that, hopefully, you know, in the mm-hmm. week two. So um, mm-hmm. next question for you, Wale. Um Antonio Gibson, like you were saying, he had a solid overall game, primarily catching the ball. Has Scott yeah. Turner made adjustments to finally use uh, Gibson's strength such as a receiver in open space?
1: It looks like it. You know what I mean? looks like it. I'm happy about it. I just feel like I don't get, I don't understand the stubbornness. Um, it's something that to me was quite obvious. I think that you should have done this – you could have done this earlier in his career, as a, even as a rookie, um, because – you didn't have that many offensive weapons, but why not utilize what you did have? Like, so you had a you had a run a, you had a wire, a, a running back who played wide receiver in college, and who runs a four a four a four three four four. Why not put him in situations that's advantageous to his skill set? Like, you know, he isn't he hasn't learned everything about re- running the football, but he's, he's he's shown to be you know a, a explosive as a running back at times, mm-hmm. but when he's not explosive, why not utilize what he can do in the passing game? I mean, earlier on, because fans have been always clamoring about this. They've been asking about this. They've been saying, like, can we get this guy – against in a mismatch situation in space against linebackers you know and put him out wide or something finally he's done it now when he has weapons which is funny though he's done it now when he had when they have weapons but it works though right mm-hmm. like now it's a now it's a it's a beautiful problem to have because now you see that the the, the rookie running back brian Roberts is getting healthier and healthier now you have an opportunity to have two Two dogs. You got a dude who can do it now from the backfield as a runner and in the passing game, and then you guys like the cowbell type of dude and Brian Robinson Jr., who can just give you that give you that thump, right? So it's you just it, so many now. There's so many different elements to this offense, you know what I mean that yeah. they have. So I feel like once, you know, everything comes to play, this team can be super dynamic. Now it's gonna be up to Scott Scott Turner how he can juggle it, juggle it. But I do think to your to, to answer your question, I think he's finally got it. He understands like, okay, this is it. Like I we got we want to be special. I think yeah. he 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 gets it.
0: I mean sick what sick reception for like what 70, 80 yards for yep. a running back? For a running back. You yeah. Know, I haven't seen those stats since like Roy Hallou. You know, that that was, you know, check down, <laughs> Oh man, real, You know man, what I'm saying? Right. John check Beck. Down Wizard. Ch- you know, Chuck Down Beck. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, was, was he broke ch- that record.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was a check down. This is totally different. This dude is doing it in routes. This dude, Antonio Gibson, was running routes, yeah, on Sunday. He, he was, was running,
0: running Yep, running, all the stems of the, yep. the wide receivers.
1: And if you look at it, you would think that you and it's amazing because you would when you watch it, come watching, I was like oh who is it? is that a wide receiver oh that's gibson like snagging it like that going on yeah. the t- and the sideline doing the toe tap the the, the the toe swag and everything toe tap yeah. swag i'm like okay like this is this oh he he killing so yeah. the, i'm so to me it's just <laughs> that I, that's my, I guess that's my issue with this coaching staff i've, I've always had had is, this is the issue i had this coaching staff is this this stubbornness yep like i don't get it like and when people call him out on it, it's like, uh, how, you don't know more than me. How dare you? But then mm-hmm. you do the same thing that people have been clamoring for. And then when you do it, you're successful. And I'm like, what is this? Like, I don't, yeah. like, isn't the, uh, isn't the objective on Sundays to win? Like, yeah. I don't understand. So it's it's interesting. It's weird. Yeah,
0: but and like I said, finally he's opening up the playbook, designing uh-huh. more plays for Gibson. And he's, like I said, he is dangerous on, in the open space. Oh, he's, he's, a he's a nightmare. He's a nightmare for a, a you know a linebacker, even a, a cornerback or a safety. Yeah, you just shrug him off, and you know, yep. yeah. And then hopefully with Ryan Robinson, I I'd suggest to play both of them in the backfield because you man, don't you know so much. You don't know what where it's going to be coming. Yep, so much. You, you can flank. You can flank. Uh, you know, Gibson in the slot, yep. and then you got Robinson in, in the back man. There's so there's many so much
1: you can do. You can you can like you said, you can play both of them. You can flank. You can have both of them in the backfield, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, like you said, you can like flank them, Gibson the slot, or you can keep Gibson there, and you can get the Gibson the ball. You know what I'm saying? And then yep. have Robinson. There's so much you can do,
0: man. You're exactly. Like, I, agree.
1: I agree. I agree.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right. So uh, next question for you, Wale. Uh, what does a healthy Chris, uh, Curtis Samuel benefit for this team that that was lacking last year?
1: Explosiveness. That's what it is. That seemed like the the quick play ability, the the able the ability to create matchups. You know he has it. You know I don't I don't know if folks got to see it. This I mean some some misplays, but not by him, but by Carson Wentz, where you know Curtis Samuel was wide open on some some bombs. Like he could have had over a hundred yards easy and a touchdown, mm-hmm. um, because you know some uh, Carson would check it down to somebody else where Curtis was already streaking. You know, streaking ahead. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's just the, the quick playability. He, it's just there, and you saw what you can do with them shakes, man. The dude got, no. the dude got, got some mean moves, man. He does got some man. mean moves. So you are, you know that. what you see it when you see it. You're like, okay, I get it now. Just gotta keep him healthy. You know what I mean, and it's hard for me. I'm a Michigan fan, so it's hard for me to give Ohio State folks love. But you just gotta keep <laughs> do gotta keep keep healthy. Yeah. I mean, it's wild. Okay, I was telling I was telling my brother when he was watching the game together. It's like he's like, you always hate no Curtis Samuel. Like, nah, I just gotta use him a certain way. But I won't lie to him. I won't lie to you. I told him like, I won't lie to you. Oh, this he looked way better than he was in Ohio State. I like, oh say he was they used him that way too. But he mm-hmm. looked more elusive to me now than he did back then. He was elusive back then. But he looked more dynamic now. So, <laughs> um. We'll see, man. We'll definitely see. But I think if he can stay healthy, they got a problem. But I also, like, this team is so deep, like, at wide receiver too. You know, you people like De'Ami Brown, Cam Sims barely played. So, yeah. it let you know already, you know, the dudes that were getting playing time because of what they have, they don't really need to yeah. be showcased as much. And, you know, I'm a fan of De'Ami Brown. I think, you know, people kind of, you know, ill on him because, you know, they think, oh, he hasn't produced whatever. I think that with Carson, he could be yep. very effective because Carson, like like I said earlier, makes you. He lets you make a play. You know, yeah. what I mean, he lets you make a play. So I just think they have so much talent now. It's up to this team to kind of, you know, pro- I mean, it's up to this team to produce. But I to back to your point about uh, back to your question about Curtis Samuel, man, you see it. I mean, his 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 movement, his speed. Bring so much to the table for this offense.
0: Yeah. And you know, like he had, I think what he had a, a groin injury last year. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's why that, that really like prohibited him from like making moves. Cause yep. every time I think what it was like the Atlanta game, like we saw glimpses and then. Oh, yeah. Atlanta
1: game was good. You saw glimpses. You did. I oh, yeah. Heard.
0: Yeah. And then, yeah, like, of course, he was, a, he was on the snap count. Uh-huh. So, I mean, they, yeah, the key, to, the key to his, like you were saying, is help. Maybe put him in a snap count limit. You know, you don't want to overuse him. Like you said, like a, like a Debo type where uh-huh. Debo was just like towards the end of you know the season he was already worn out already. and yeah. you don't want to do that. you uh-huh. know you're like he's like a like a, like a specialty player, right? like a Cordell, like Cordell Patterson. Yes,
1: very compared to Cordell Patterson. I, Debo like he Debo's stronger, so I can't like that's a there's that's a different animal. like mm-hmm. that's a different animal. Yep. that boy tough. that's a tough. that's just a different. Yeah. Debo it fits his name. that fits him. That name yeah. fits him. He is Debo. Uh Curtis is definitely like, I like that. He's definitely like Cordero Patterson. Like, you know, definitely. Um, But it could, he, he, if you, if you listen to him, he don't want to be on a pitch count. He want to go out there and ball, but he's going to have to be careful. That's all. There's got to be careful. Yep. The rotations, there's got to be careful. You have, you do have enough wide receivers to do some things that he may not excel in compared to others. Like, Still, you know, as a route runner, I think he could be better, but he's still dynamic, you know, because what he can do with that speed—he's fast. He is super fast, <laughs> exactly. like he's super fast. So, but <laughs> you do got wide receivers again. You have if you're looking for speed to spell him, you got Diami who runs like a four-four, four-three, four, a four-four. So, yeah. you do have receivers who can spell him if you're worried, about, like like what you said, want to put him on a pitch count.
0: For sure, for sure. All right, next question for you, Wale. I think, in my opinion, I mean, he's getting a lot of, you know, rookie praise. He was nominated the uh, NFC Rookie, uh, of, rookie player of the Week. Jahan Dawson, is he good at advertised?
1: Hell yeah. And man, if you watch him up close, you just, like, he could have had more yards. Again, that's a dude who could have had more yards. Carson missed him a few times. Uh, going underneath, he had him wide open for, like, a touchdown, for real. He's a surgeon. It's something about, like, you know, for me, it's easier to, like, to just be fast. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, you could just be fast, and that's cool. That's great. That's, that. you know, it works for you just fast. But when you a surgeon with route, that without route running, you're a problem, man. And he's a problem. He's a surgeon with that route running, man. He is a serious problem. He's crazy. So, when you, so like, even the touchdown, if you look at the touchdown pass, the first touchdown pass, mm-hmm. look what he did to that corner. Look how he freaked that corner. Just off the route running alone. Like he was got him got him wide open. He got to a park a place where Carson can easily throw that pass to him, and he and he's a dude that um can catch uh, contested passes. You know what I'm saying? He's got great hands, so he is definitely as advertised. He is that dude. Like, and I will I, I will say this much: Scary Terry is amazing, great a great receiver. You know, like he came on the scene looking like a deep like a G, but I would say that we're going off of. Where somebody was at their rookie year, we're comparing Jahan's ahead of Terry compared to his rookie year. And I'm just talking in terms of rob running. Like, it ain't even like Jahan is his projection is it's higher. If we're going from rookie to rookie, and just saying like who has like who's coming in coming in more NFL ready. I think Jahan is more NFL ready than scary. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Coming in that time. Not just I'm not saying Jahan, I'm not saying Jahan is better than scary Terry. Not saying that. I'm saying if we're going from rookie to rookie. It's just it's different. You see it, like you see those, that route running. It's it's crazy, man. It is. It's that good. It's yeah. really that good, man. So yeah.
0: And he what is it like five ten? Like five five ten five nine? Five ten
1: five five ten. Nah, he like five. He looks taller than five He's He like five ten five eleven.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: He's got like I mean, maybe six. He he don't look that short to me. Uh, I think his his frame like him. He's similar to scary. ten yeah. Clark's like six foot. He's listed six foot. Yeah. They're about the same. They're about the same.
0: Yeah, like I mean, I was talking about this. Like he does remind me of Santana Moss, maybe because like the way he they play bigger than what they than yeah. their
1: size. He's, yeah,
0: and you know yeah. Santana got some good. You know he got some good r- r- route running. But oh
1: yeah, Santana beast.
0: Tahan is just on a different level.
1: His route running's on a different level, and I will say this: like this is what you when you gotta assess him coming out of college. I mean, he's I'm a Big Ten. I'm a Big Ten dude. Um. Penn State had no quarterbacks, bro, and yep. he was still getting over a thousand yards. That lets you know, and he was going to get some some dudes, man. Yep. Like he was going against Ohio State, and Ohio State had never had first round draft picks at cornerback every year. Mm-hmm. He was going against Michigan. You know what I'm saying? Like he was going against some dudes, man. Was. And to still get the and to still get the that amount of yards with no quarterback with no quarterback. Mm-hmm. It says a lot. As long yeah. as you you pass the you pass the speed test in terms of the combine to match what you did on Saturdays, he did that route running. You you could see it. So I mean, he is as advertised. You know what I'm saying? Like the, again, it's all about staying healthy, man. You know, that's the thing. Stay by and and it was good about this wide receiver core is that they all have, like. They're all elusive in a way. Scary may be the the least elusive of them all, but he's still elusive. He's still good at running after the catch because he's tough to bring down. If you want mm-hmm. to, to watch Terry McLaurin run with that football, he's yep. hard to bring down. But, like, in terms of shakes, Jahan and, Sam, Jahan and Samuel probably are the best two with shakes.
0: Yeah, and then, you know, Logan Thomas, too, once he's, like, fully healthy. Because, uh. man, like... Yeah, he's gonna
1: be good. He's a different element for them because he's he's the guy that can catch the the jump ball. You know that's, that's his that's his thing. Because he's tall, got mm-hmm. great hands, he's reliable. Yeah. Um, you know, um, I, I I would like them to play like Rodgers, Amari, Rodgers more. Besides Logan Thomas, I know they're really enamored with Bates, but Bates to me is as you know, tight the the other tight end. But to me, Bates is too similar. He doesn't. I like tight ends to be different, like your tight ends to be your two tight ends to be different. Mm-hmm. So you got. I feel like if you're going to have because Logan's not a speedster, he's not a speedster. Mm-hmm. So you got Logan, who's more of the possession, jump ball type of tight end. Right. But get into a zone, find an open space, that type of tight end. That's Logan. They need that athletic tight end, like to match with to go to be the the opposite of Logan. That's what I would like: Amar, an Amari, Amari, Amari Rogers, or even a kid Turner who's going to get healthy. Like you got to play those two. I'm not the biggest Bates. I know Bates can block. I know that's the thing that he can block. But if you turn, but Logan can block. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like I like difference. Like if you're going to do. It, I want something different right. because you got two dudes who do the same thing. Like not the same thing because he Bates isn't as good as Logan, but. Are like in terms of style, like style, then it doesn't really work to me. You got to have. There's the reason why, like, when you look at the New England Patriots, why they it worked for them to have a Gronkowski, a bigger, burly dude, even though he was, you know, he was athletic a lot. Surprisingly athletic, but and then have Aaron Aaron Hernandez. Like the difference. You see the difference, right? Like yep. one dude is supposed to be was supposed to be more of the blocker in Gronkowski, but he end up doing both to to a certain extent. And then, uh, then Aaron Hernandez, who's more of the wide receiver tight end clone, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I like that type of dynamic. So we'll see how it works out. But I do think I'm with you, Logan Thomas. Once he gets healthy, it makes that's just one added weapon.
0: Yeah, and you know I was surprised with Armani Rodgers. Like I I didn't know he got burners like that for a tight end.
1: Yeah, because he to be why he was a quarterback in college. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know yeah, something like about, something about them liking quarterback turned tight end hybrids. You know, I think they like that. You know, like Jordan Reed was a quarterback too. They they yes. like the kind of high. He was, and
1: he had speed, like yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you just like I think his last year, Jordan played. He played quarterback most his last year. He played wide receiver. That his last year, of Florida he played wide receiver and they just right. moved him to tight end. Um. So the same thing is like yeah. When you this uh, that's why like Amar, you see the speed. Like you saw the burst mm-hmm. when he caught it. Like you saw this a different level. Like he turned up and he was going. So okay. like. You want that, man. I just believe that you want that. You want that dynamic, because sure. you don't have it. You have everything. That, you have every, and especially when you look at this team, they like versatility. You could tell, like they like they like versatility. They like players to do multiple things. So, and they want multiple sets. So, we can only time will tell. But I like, I like, I like the weapons, though. I won't even like, <laughs> I won't even front. I like the weapons.
0: Yeah, weapons are good. Uh-huh. All right, so we got we we've been talking about a lot of the offense, you know, uh, Wale. So unfortunately, we got to talk about the defense. Which you know <laughs> it's been decimated with injuries, and they've been they've been getting you know they've been getting like criticism. So we all know that the defense has been a major concern uh, with the death at D line and linebacker, and with also with the you know season injury to Fedarian uh, Mathis. So in your opinion, should they sign like a big name such as a you know Lindell Joseph, a Sue, or Sheldon Richardson?
1: I think definitely at it, it, uh they should get one of those individuals for de- the D de- tackles position. I, I agree. I think they should. I, I don't, I'm not a big f- they they signed Jeter, um who played at um Michigan. D tackle uh, nothing special. Um, I'm a Michigan <laughs> fan. Ain't nothing special. Yeah. Uh, just just a young dude just getting yeah. in the spot. Um, I just feel like this regime likes to do like they. I mean, I know I heard something that they, that they wanted to get something somebody younger, in here. And I'm like, what is the object? I don't know. What are you trying to do? Like, this isn't my thing. What is the goal? Right? Pre-pressure.
0: Pre-pressure.
1: No, that too. But what is, the, yeah, the pressure, definitely. But what is the overall goal for you on Sunday, right? It's to when win, right? win. Yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's not that you can win with, you're trying to win with 20-some-odd, year, 20-year-old players who, or 25-year-old players who aren't that good. And who probably won't even are not are not gonna even be a starter or or won't even or aren't gonna be rotate rotation individuals, right? Mm-hmm. right. The only reason you're trying to get this kid is because the, Mathis went down. Mathis wasn't even starting, but because Mathis went down and you, and Mathis was the second round pick. So Mathis yep. was actually good enough to do some do some things. Why not get an older player who won't have a problem being a third, the 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 sec a, a, a rotationary person who don't who won't because nobody's trying to call, call call them up to give them a job so they have no issue with being your backup. Sue is not going to have an issue being your backup. Um uh, uh uh Joseph won't have an issue being your backup. I think McCoy is still out there too. McCoy.
0: McCoy yeah. yeah, still
1: out there. Won't have a chance, issue being a backup and these dudes have done which is something that's very valuable. and I feel like this team never tries they never think about this, which annoys me, is that these are players who have done it before. So if I, you bring a player who's done it before at a high level and you bring them to your locker room, don't, you don't think that'd be good for the young dudes? I think so. I yeah. think it'd be good for the young dudes. It will teach the young dudes some things. Teach them how to, like, do certain things. You know what I mean? So I think they do need to bring a vet in. Um, I think it'd be helpful. And it would help some of the other – it would help some of those young interior defense uh, uh, tackles. Maybe not – definitely not like a – well, yeah, even a Jonathan Allen who's, who's been involved in it. Even a Deron Payne who had a good game. You teach like if you teach somebody some some of the ins and outs of something they do, they don't know, maybe they take their game from this level to this to this level. Yep. So I think they should. I definitely think that they should.
0: Yeah, and then you know they they are running very thin on you know on the the front the front four, uh, especially uh-huh. like you know you've had a scare with Jonathan Allen with his groin. You know, his that, groin out. Yeah, yep. it, it could have been much worse had you had uh-huh. more depth at that line. Um, and yeah, we shouldn't let
1: Tim Settle go. You shouldn't let Tim Settle go he, or he, Ionitis.
0: He, he was gone. They, they left them for like peanuts, pretty much. <laughs>
1: Basically. What, and what's Ionitis, what's, what's, and what's nine Ionitis.
0: million for two million? mean? T- you know, that's nothing.
1: <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's you know,
0: crazy. it's crazy. Yeah, you are. It's crazy. <laughs> and then the, the good thing about ha- having a, a veteran is that you don't have to coach them up. They already know their role. Yep. You know, this uh-huh. is the scheme that we're running. This is a 4 3, you know, base defense. This is what we want you to do. You already know what moves, you know. You've been a, a vet in this league five, eight, ten years. Yep. You know, and then coach, coach these youngins up. Coach, yeah. this, you know, chase young up, Mot- motivate them um, to to get back soon. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. The whole chase. I. I feel like this is my thing. There's obviously something wrong. With, there's a disconnect. Uh, with coaching and some of these D linemen. There's a mm-hmm. disconnect. And I know a lot of people want to blame the players. That's fine. Go ahead, do Go what you want to. But I, I'm a big believer that, like, I've watched I've watched Chase Young at, at, at Ohio State. He can do way more than this. And I know, like, I don't know what y'all teaching this kid, but he can do more than this. He was better than the Bo- – to me, he was better than the Bosa kid that went – Bosa went to the Niners. Yep. And you see how good Bosa is, and he went to the Niners. I'm, I'm just saying, like, Chase should be that dude. And when he, when he he should be that dude, and I'm not blaming, see, I don't blame Chase. I know a lot of people want to. I don't blame Chase. I think that people don't make it advantageous for certain people to be successful. No, I got the same issue with Jamin Davis and everybody's trashing Jamin. And you know, Jack Del Rio came out today and pretty much threw this kid under the bus um during his presser, uh talking about Jamin didn't play well and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, and then the reporter asked him about Jamin playing against, you know, being in situations where he's checking arguably the Jaguars best wide receiver, why would you have your linebacker checking the best wide receiver on any play? That's not even advantageous to help That's not advantageous for Jamin Jamin Davis. One, if you don't, if he's not, if he's still young and green and trying to be better and two, there's no linebacker that's checking your best wide receiver and if you watch that game on Sunday to even add to that that said, and I'm with I'm talking about is Christian Kirk. Yep. Christian Kirk was dogging your best cornerbacks. So if he was dogging your best cornerbacks, why would you have him on your linebacker? Well, is Does that, that make yeah. any
0: sense? Yeah. So yeah. why you know,
1: you can't take you so you can't take fault in that? So you're gonna throw the kid on the bus, and everybody's gonna jump on Jamin, gonna say like he didn't play good. So it's true and blah blah blah. But I would say this that you know there's a reason why that there's a reason one. Michael Parsons is a beast, but there's a reason why he's even better than better than he's just even he's even at the level he's playing right now the dallas cowboys use him perfectly they put him everywhere if he was here this team would not ro- rotate michael parsons the way that the cowboys do it the cowboys haven't played a linebacker they haven't played a, a defensive end. they have him rotated everywhere he if he came here you think michael parsons would be playing defense end?
0: nope not at all he would like, be doing
1: what yeah he's not safety. doing that <laughs> Yeah, I'm Michael.
0: serious.
1: Yeah, I'm serious. Yeah. So there's a reason why, like, so when people they when they get on Jamin, and you know what I mean, they get on Jamin, mm-hmm. just ask yourself, is Jamin being used the right way? Just ask mm-hmm. yourself.
0: Yeah. <laughs> For sure. So like I I also wanted to ask, um, you know, with Cam Crow being out, what do you think about Derek Forrest's performance?
1: Oh, it's amazing, man. It's, you know, this is what a lot of people talked about him um even last season. Um, about, you know, he has potential. And you saw it. It's gonna be interesting when Cam Curl comes back, like what they're gonna do. Um I don't think that you can say, Oh, we're gonna bo- we're gonna bench Bobby McCain and play those two because they're still totally different. Like they're pretty much the same the same position, like Forrest and um curl, right? Um so you don't wanna do that. McCain is, is the guy that has more range. Um, so you you want that. You want that in terms of safety, the safety position, a guy who has more range who can kinda of like when one of these cornerbacks are getting burnt, has an opportunity, not to say he can get it, but he has the opportunity to kind of break a pass up. Um, so, but I, but I do think that now you have some more versatility. You don't have to, you can ease Cam Curl in. Um, if he's not 100%, just no need to rush him in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, if we're looking for Buffalo Nick, the Buffalo Nickel, you have a guy who can probably play the Buffalo Nickel yep. um, in force, you know, so, or Curl. You can rotate either order. You know, what I'm saying how, whatever, however you feel, because I feel like you got a situation where you got two guys who are versatile, so it, it does kind of help out. So now, you know, the whole concern about you know Landon Collins and mm-hmm. you know may, let, letting him go, now you know you got a guy that may be suited to play that position. Um, but if it doesn't work, I mean, but but I'm just saying that from game one. It's only one game though. We all kind mm-hmm. of pump our brakes. He played well game one. We got to pump our brakes. So we got to see how what he does in game two. Yeah. Um and if he plays well game two then we know be, it's consistent like yep. there's a pattern and then you have to work around that um, but yeah I like what I saw he was he was everywhere man he got interception he was knocking fools out man he was he was playing fast he's playing the way you want a defensive player to play
0: yeah exactly and then you know now that you know he's he had a good performance you know a lot of teams got tape on him now so they're yeah. of course, they're gonna be game planning for him like all right Maybe we should, yeah. should try to test him to see if we can try to throw a deep. Yeah. See, see how what his coverage skills are like. So. Yeah.
1: But the good thing is, I would say it's the good thing about his situation is, and and you know, is that he did go against a Super Bowl winning coach, a guy yep. who has a good, good offensive of mind, um, who made adjustments, and he was still able to kind of hold his own. You know what I'm saying? Like, granted, like he was going against a younger quarterback, and people mm-hmm. used that. I'm talking about talk. I'm just talking about scheming things up. To a point where he wasn't like out of place. I felt like, you know, he was tested. He was right. tested. Um, he's gonna go to against Detroit, and I feel like you know he he'll be all right because I don't feel like Detroit's gonna test him the same. Um, not against not nothing against Jared Goff. I think Jared Goff at this point in time probably is a, at this point in time maybe better than um, Trevor Lawrence. So. But I do think that Jared, and which is, you know, like let's just like, I'm, a, I'm using a boxing analogy. Styles make fights. You know what I mean? Trevor Lawrence is a, a, was a worse matchup for Washington compared to Jared Goff, though, because Jared Goff isn't as mobile as Trevor Lawrence. And mobile quarterbacks over the last couple seasons have been bad for Washington. So I think Trevor Lawrence, I mean, uh, Jared Goff, because he's not as mobile as Trevor Lawrence, may be an easier, um, easier cover. So I think people like um, Forrest may Forest uh, may do better. Defoe may do better um, because, like, the defense line probably bring more pressure and make his life more unbearable.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll see how it goes. So, um, so now we can, we, you know, we put, you know, week one on on, you know, behind. Uh-huh. We can talk about week two. So, so Wale, so in your opinion, which players need to step up for for this Sunday against Detroit?
1: I I'm, I talked about him. I think Jamie needs to step up. You know what I'm saying? Like, just to, just to quiet the noise. You know what I'm saying? Because I think, like, just the quiet the noise, especially what happened today. Um, Jamie needs to step up, especially after Jack W threw him under the bus. Um, Carson Wentz, guys, keep doing what he's doing. Uh, and I think Scott Turner, I'm going to use him as an individual, needs to step up, but not, in, like, in a bad way. Just Just, just so because this is more pressuring for him to bring fans back for that game against Philadelphia. So what I mean by that is, like, try to blow this team out. Like, if you can blow this team out, I feel, I would feel, I feel confident to say, if you can blow this team out, you may have a rock and FedEx the following week. Like, when folks, the, 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 what, what people have been begging for, if you can blow this team out and give this fan, get the fan base hope that this is, like, this could be a, a special run, you know, early hope, whatever brings everything like yep. you may get a couple you may get a lot of people in attendance. you know people in philly are coming coming down to watch this mm-hmm. game, and there's Philly there's Philly fans out here in this area. so if you can if you can blow out the lines, then people are gonna start saying, "Oh, you know what? this could be something different now you know now those fans who are hibernating, they're coming back out. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's it. That's that's they definitely you know that's something I feel like I'm, put some, I'm gonna put some almost oh, some pressure on Scott Turner to kind of ball out. But also like I think the most important the the the, the two players that need to step up the most would be Kendall Fuller and William Jackson third. I think they need to step up. Mm-hmm. I, I was they, with their their play was atrocious. I don't care. It was it was atrocious. A lot of people when they can get on Jamin, no, it's not. Jamin. Those those two were bad. Like Fuller was bad. Fuller was the worst out of all out of everybody on Sun on Sunday. But William Jackson the Third wasn't good either. Like if you wanna, if you wanna be a a problem in the NFC East, and things will open up because that guy hurt, you gotta play better cornerback play. I think I read something that that Ron Rivera was happy with their play. No, this that was trash. Like you gotta be better. If you wanna be what, what you wanna be? Like I feel like everybody plays plays it competes at the sport to win the championship. If You ain't competing for a championship, you are a loser. So if you wanna be a winner. You want to win a championship? They got to be better.
0: Sure. Yeah, they definitely got stepped up. um uh-huh. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I can't think of anyone else. Yeah, both cornerbacks, Jamin Carson. You know, and then you yeah, know play calling too. They they got to continue to step that up, uh-huh. open it up. You know, Jack Del Rio. He was aggressive. In oh, the he deserves half. pressure. Yeah, he needs. Yeah.
1: He, well, actually, the pressure's on him. Too. I'm, I didn't want that. That's, that's number two. That's number two for me. Like, the pressure's on him mm-hmm. because your, your game, your, your play calling, your defensive play calling has to be better. You got to look, man, you got to be aggressive. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. got to be a dog. Like, you can't. I think, I, like I said, this, I was talking to somebody. I think I was talking to Lake Lewis, who the sports journey. Like, you got to, if you're a defense, you, you got to dictate. If you want to be a dominant defense, you dictate. You gotta stop that. Offenses dictate to you. Like you gotta dictate everything. Like you have to. You have to. You have to say, "Hey, you're gonna do this, all right? You're gonna do this. We're gonna make you do this." You know what I'm saying? We're we're gonna make you go there one on one. We're gonna. You can't stop having to a point where you're defensive. Like you're the defense and you're defensive. You know what I mean? No, yeah. you gotta be attacking. Like mm-hmm. if you wanna be a stud, like I mentioned, I, I tweet this all the time. I at and People laugh at me. Some people laugh at me. I'll put Greg. I, I'm like. Hey, Greg Williams is still out here, all right. Greg Williams would I, I even tweeted today. Greg Williams would instill confidence in Jamin Davis. Jamin Davis would be good, would yeah. be amazing under Greg Williams.
0: Yeah, you know what I'm saying?
1: Like, like this is this dude. Like, so I'm saying like, and this is what what I'm saying is that when I when I use Greg Williams as an example and say like and saying like, hey, Jack Del Rio, yo, be aggressive, like, yo, treat your, treat your dudes like dogs, like they're ready to go out there and eat. Mm-hmm. You're not doing that. You're playing passive. It's like you play this bend, but do break. Bend, but don't break defenses break. That's what happens, right? Mm-hmm. They bend, and eventually what happens, they break. That's, yep. how, that's what those defenses, th- those defenses are lack of a better term, bad, lack of bad better term, are soft as you know what.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right? Those defenses, they're not defenses. Because, again, if a de- when you think of defense, you think of what? Physicality, right? Yep. You think of defense, right? It's physical. It's bully ball it's like i'm gonna put you down that's when you think about when you that's when de, when you think defense that term that's what you think about all those at all those adjectives that's what you think of this team when they play defense is none of that you don't think of toughness you don't think about bully ball you don't think about aggression you think what you think about is hey passive okay we're not giving up a touchdown we're okay let's just try to give up three points. Nah, you got When you want to be a, a dominant defense, you're greedy. Yep. You're not saying, you know, you're not saying, Hey, I'm trying to stop you. Nah, if you're a dominant defense, but you're trying to say, you know what? I'm trying to take this ball. We're trying to score. I'm trying to score. That's the difference. That's the difference. This defense don't have that. You know what I mean? Jack Dorian don't got that. He don't got uh, that dog in him. That's the difference. That's the difference with his defense. That's the problem with his defense.
0: Yep. I mean, you know, his job is on the line, pretty much, you know. Oh, he, yeah. It should
1: be. It should be. He the shouldn't point. have had his job. It yeah. should be fired. Like, like I get it. Like, I'm fair. Like, I am fair. Like, I don't want to say he shouldn't have his job. Year one, they were a top three, top five defense, right? So, I'm mm-hmm. fair. Like, that's one. Mm-hmm. So, it's year one. You could say, whatever, schedule, quarterbacks they play, whatever. Still top five defense, all right. Your two was, was atrocious, all right. Your two was atrocious. It was a, it was a it was definitely a it definitely you went backwards. Year three is the year. We're being fair, right? It's the mm-hmm. year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Game one wasn't pretty to me. I don't care what you try to tell me. I don't care what you spill to me. I don't care what you try to throw at me. Game one wasn't as pretty. Got about five more games, bro. You got like three. No, no, not five. Excuse me, one. You have four more games to prove to me what you are. Four more games. If you if you're consistent to what you are again, then I don't got no shame. I, I don't care who if I'm Rob Rivera, your defensive mind coach, if you want it, you are able, yeah. in my opinion, because you are a defensive mind coach. If you want to say, Hey, I'll bring in somebody else, or you can just fire this dude and I'll run it, do it.
0: I do would it. I have more confidence in Ron Rivera running a do defense. It.
1: And right now. Th- 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 Me too. Me too. And you know what you Know what bothers me about th- about uh, Rivera? Like what bothers me about go to a – go back and watch a Rivera-Carolina defense
0: mm-hmm.
1: and watch the defense they play. They don't r- even run the same stuff. Yep. They used to – like he used to like, – like they used to do these A-gap blitzes all the time with Rivera and Carolina. Like when you would see Luke Keekly and Davis basically in between the d-, the d tackles and they would act like they about to go blitz you or jump back out in coverage. They do that often. They would do that often. You don't even see this with this unit. Nope. You know what I mean? Like they don't even run the Carolina stuff like that. So I'm just saying, like we'll see. But if I'm if I'm Coach Rivera, I'm if he starts off slow, I'm a defensive minded coach. I'll let you go. Mm-hmm. If he was an offensive minded coach, it'd be different.
0: Yep. But
1: he's not. Rivera is a defensive minded coach. If he's struggling, I'm not. St- I'm not. He's not finishing this season.
0: No, he's not. And, you know, the the good thing about this team this year, Wole, is that they got enough offense to win games, enough points. Yeah. The, my fear is you don't know how, you know, how these, this, this, this defense is going to stop other teams. Like, yeah. do we have enough points to – do we have to score 30, 40 points a game?
1: Well, this is the problem, though. Like, you're right. This offense is good enough, but, then you, but you also got to look at it like you got a quarterback – Again I, again, I said it, I like Carson. So it's not in this knock not on Carson.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm just being factual. Carson at times can turn. I'm not saying throw interceptions. He can't turn the football over. All right. That doesn't always mean interceptions, folks. He can turn the football over. He can fumble because Carson tends to hold. I said this. He holds the ball. He can hold the ball and then a D D-line can strip him, right? Because he won't mm-hmm. be aware. Right. Is the defense good enough? To stop them, no. So if you give these defenses extra this defense, other offenses extra opportunities to score, they'll probably do it against the defense, right? Mm -hmm. So even if you score a lot, you probably you may not be good enough to still overcome this bad defense because they're not good enough to stop people in short fields. You know what I mean? So it's like you'll score, you can score. This team could score, but you know if you like what happened, like what happened on um, Sunday, they turned the ball over three times. Three times, Jackson was turned over once, but that was the last play that like the, the the stupid bomb that Trevor Lawrence threw mm-hmm. at the end of the game. But basically, they were up, like Washington was up, with and they all they threw they threw they had three turnovers and they were mm-hmm. still up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I guess a better team that doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Nope. It's what won't happen. So nope. I'm just saying that this defense got to be better because yeah. this offense will push. you. If this offense is gonna, is gonna turn the football over, they say say not three, but say turn a football over like twice. Cause quarterbacks throw two interceptions. That happens. They can may throw four touchdowns but two mm-hmm. interceptions. But a lot of those a lot of those said teams, their defenses are a lot better. So they can kind of like kinda hold that at a three points. So you may not even score at all. Yep.
0: Uh,
1: but you can't say this about this defense. If you turn the football over with this defense, can you say they're gonna can you honestly object objectively say that this defense is going to shut it shut that offense down? No, mm-hmm. you're not gonna say that.
0: Yeah, to be continued. Mm-hmm. So you know, I appreciate your time, Wally. So I got one last question for you. So what's your prediction for the Commanders Lions game this Sunday?
1: Oh, man, I got I got the Commanders winning. I said, that on my, I said that's on. All, I said this on all and Gore. Everything I have them winning. I have them at thirty-one to twenty-four. Mm. You know what I mean? 31-24. Yeah, close game. Uh, um, on the road. You know, they're going to Detroit. I think Detroit is. You know, Detroit be, be beating Washington. On the low <laughs> you No,
0: know what happened last Like what Like
1: few yeah, years Ch- ago with, Yeah with Chase Yeah I know when Chase had that Good that, God. So Detroit be beat washing it man I know if you don't want to hear They be beating washing On the low Um, So I, But I think that You know This offense Is is is, is, is dynamic enough So I'm going to say 31-24 But I'm hoping man I'm being real I'm hoping that They blow them out Like if they blow yeah. them out I really believe it You know what I'm saying I want your listeners to hear me You know what I'm saying if they blow them out I feel like FedEx was FedEx gonna be rocking week three. I'm telling you, like,
0: yeah,
1: fans will. You'll get the hibernated fans back. You know yep. what I mean? Like, they just want a winner, man. They just want a, they, and not like they want a consistent winner. They don't want, they don't want no fake winner. They don't want mm-hmm. no 7-10 type winner. They want a winner. They want a winner that 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 was like, all right, hey, we here. I mean, we mm-hmm. saw it 2012, man. We saw it <laughs> even when Kirk was there. We saw it when. They won well, some Kirk games like nine seven. You saw, twenty. You saw more twenty twelve. I mean, we're not gonna lie, but that was different though. That, that was, was different. That yeah, was yeah. different. That was different. Um, that was, folks had thought they had like the the Messiah. You know what I mean? Like that was different. Yeah. Uh, Kirk. Um, they did, but you saw with Kirk too because they felt like you know what this offense is like. You mentioned this offense is potent. They dangerous, and we can shock some folks. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm thinking, like I'm telling you, if Carson. Goes into Detroit and like looks like MVP Carson. Carson looking like that dude. Um, Jahan Dodson looking like rookie of the year. Scary looking like one of the top five receivers in the game. Curtis Sam looks like one of the the best uh, versatile receivers in football.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Man, I'm telling you, it they coming out. They coming out week three.
0: And it, I'm sorry. Um, week three is it? Is that that's a that's a national um game, right? That's a Monday night. Mean, like a, is it Monday night game? No, or Sunday night.
1: I don't think it. I'm not Monday night. got to check. I
0: don't think.
1: I mean, actually, let me. I can check that now. I was. I thought that was a regular. I could be wrong though. I thought it was a regular game. Hold on. I can check that. Commanders. Uh, Eagles game. But, yeah, I thought that was a regular.
0: Yeah, a regular uh, game. Yeah. I thought so, right? I'm thinking um, they have a Monday night game in November. That's my yeah. bad.
1: They only had, like, one Monday yeah, night that, game. That, yeah, that's have, it in Philly. Yeah, they have, like, one. The schedule was not the best. Yeah, it's a yeah. one o'clock game. It's a, yeah, it's a. Yeah, I got it mixed up. Yeah. Because I think that was
0: Carson was coming back to Philly. Yeah, so that's yeah, why they for they, it. yeah
1: it's a big game. Yeah, they're not going. To put. I mean, they treat Washington like stepchild, which is cool. I'm, I'm glad they didn't <laughs> have a Monday night game. They don't have. They don't need no primetime games.
0: That's no, they, they don't need it. They they need to earn it first. They need to
1: earn so, it, man. Like, look, Rivera got to prove that he's actually a good coach. He's been to he's been to one Super Bowl. If you look at his record, though, ain't the best. He got to prove that he a good coach.
0: So, yep, yep I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, Wale, it's been a pleasure having you. Um, you know, and also Wale is a big wrestling fan. Me and him talk well, on big. the on 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 the on the you know we text message. Yeah, Talk, WWE, AEW, you know, a lot of drama. AEW, good lord, you know. Shout out to Mike Knox. You know what I mean? He's he's yeah. the guy. He's hilarious on Twitter. Like his yeah. his takes is like his hot takes are like what 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 is he talking about this time? <laughs> Makes you want to just like reply back. Like what are you talking about, man? And Mike
1: Mike is uh because Mike acts like he's an AEW. He's an AEW. Yeah. Movie. But he really a WWF dude.
0: Oh, WWE of course, is. man. You know he's just playing off. He man. He,
1: but he know it's better. He know the product of AEW oh, better. Of course. But he like, but when when WWE steps up, he over the top. Um, it's wild, man. It is. But I got I put you on an I put you on to another. Uh, Mike is awesome. I guess multiple dudes. Um, my man. Um, Parker. Uh, Par- Parker. Uh, they got Parker has an awesome uh podcast. Um. It's a it's a dope one. So it's Damn. it's 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 a it's, a, it's called HTTB. Um, I think
0: I've seen it like on Twitter. Yeah. Parker. Yeah, i have mean, seen it on Twitter. Sorry.
1: I I think you would like it, man. I think you like it too. I'm gonna push you. I think you like it.
0: Yeah,
1: I think you like it.
0: Yeah, man. So
1: yeah, I think you like it, man. Because they, they they uh. And Andy, my bad. Andy. Andy and Parker. Andy Burroughs. I'm sorry. Andy okay. and Parker. They like they both watch the commander fans too. But sure. uh <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna put you on in them. they got a podcast yeah. that they do it. It's 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 cool because Andy, you can tell Andy is and Andy's located up there in London. Andy is more of a um WWE think more of a WWE fan. Okay, and Parker is more of a AEW dude. He loves CM okay. punk. I'm not into CM no
0: Punk. No comment man. on CM Punk. He's yeah, out of there, man. Yeah. He's out
1: the, of there. See, CM Punk is, look, man, I'm a firm believer. And I know we're going off topic, but I'm no, a firm cool. believer. I think I'm a firm believer of, like, you are who you are. You know, I think he was dope when he came in. You know what I'm saying? It was dope. Like, I'm a wrestling fan, so I appreciate of course. good stuff, man. Like, mm-hmm. him on the mic, is CM Punk on the mic has always been dope. Um, But in terms of what he that drama he brings on the back end, he consistent. Sorry, he's just consistent. You can't, you can defend who you want to defend, man. But, you, but when somebody shows you who they are and you, you can let them off the hook, that's fine. But when they do mm-hmm. it again, regardless, you're going to want, you, you may try to blame somebody else, but the consistent thing is that he's done this every which way. It may have not been physical, but he's been this, he's been this problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can deny it. You can ignore. You can ignore memes. You can ignore videos. Triple H's video when he was when they hit when he cut that promo. You can ignore it and you can try to insult it all. You want to be like, oh, this is Triple H's. Oh, this is so this is a bad compare. this is a bad comparison. This is a bad usage of this of this of this uh promo. It is what it is. The message is still the same. And whatever. So I think that you know, if they get him out of there, they'll be all right. Cause I to me. For that promotion, like he ain't a better promo- he ain't a better worker than Kenny Omega. He ain't better than the Bucks. I'm I'm saying the, the only thing that makes him better in terms of draw is that he he got the opportunity, and this is the this is the fact. He got the opportunity to to be in the WWF WWE, and then that's what makes him a draw.
0: Yep. If he
1: wasn't in the WWE or WWF, if Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks were in the WWE. Came left there, and they came back to the AEW. They would be they would be drawing ten times more. That's the difference. So when he uses that, I heard him say it when he talked about these kids have never done this than any other. Kenny Omega, it was never about and anybody who knows this, it was never about the money in the drug. Kenny, Kenny Omega could have went to the WWE.
0: He could have, yeah, yeah.
1: They he, he he him the bucks. They declined mm-hmm. it. Yep. They could have went. They could have went they've sold out to tokyo like they they're good like bro they you're they Japanese. are a draw yeah. they're good they didn't mm-hmm. need the name they didn't need the wwe to show, to show you to show out they didn't need it they did that on their own you know what i'm saying so don't don't think that like just because you was over there and you came over here and now you feel like you're better than everybody that's on you bro yep. like whatever like but that dude is a problem he's a serious problem you know what i mean he uh I man. you know what i Because when he called my man, like I I I don't know the dude, but when he called Hangman out on that stuff, I was like Hangman. Hey, so like a nice dude, you yeah. bro, like, you said like a nice, and you going at a nice dude. Like I, that's when I know something wrong with you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's when I know something wrong. And that's with the
0: me. last person you want to make upset, right? The nice people, right?
1: The nice people, like Woody. that's and the last don't. people. Yeah, that's the last people. Like who mm-hmm. And he came not even talk like yeah. if like you don't even do that type of stuff and then yeah. the stuff the thing that you're mad about and regardless of what the coke advantage the thing that you're mad about no if you would have to be in the dirt she's dirt she's to kind of yeah to, to 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 understand like when i watched that promo the one he's the thing he's mad about i ain't know what he was talking i ain't, i thought it was the good promo. i ain't know what anything you, you gotta
0: watch the youtube for that you gotta man.
1: watch yeah. all that stuff you gotta dissect yeah. it it's, dude MJF went harder at shooting him. Like, what are you, what is your problem?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy, that's crazy. But definitely gonna, man, man, we definitely gotta talk wrestling again. I gotta bring back, you know, the friend of the podcast, Mike Knox, you know. Yeah, bring him uh, back. back. Yeah, we'll bring, bring him back. We'll run it back. So, yeah. um, Thanks, Wole, for coming on. Um, So, we're, if you want to just plug in, you know, all your stuff, so that way. Oh, man, just,
1: yo, yo catch me on Twitter. Um, Just hit W. Um, at my handle is W-O-L-E underscore U-S-S. Um, if you want to follow the Urban Sports Scene, it's at Urban Sports Scene. That's U-R-B-A-N-S-O-P-S. Sorry, S P O R can't spell I can't spell S-P-O-R-T-S. Not two S. This, this is for the scene. S-C-E-N-E. I you know urban sports saying there's two S's. No, we just made it made it simple. One S in between that, and also um, you just follow all Burgundy and Gold everything on Twitter. It's at a b g underscore everything. And everything is spelled e three r's, right? Y t h i n g.
0: Thank you uh, for the clarification, like Mole. I know, er- man. Er-thing. Everything,
1: yeah. Everything. E- I make sure people. It's not cause yeah, early, just just three R's, you know.
0: Not everything, Everything.
1: thing, not
0: everything.
1: <laughs> that sounds that just didn't sound cool. I know. I, was coming I know. Up with the title. Well, I was coming up with the title, I was like, "How can I make this sound different and and let it let folks know where I where we come from?" And I was like, sure. "Yeah, all sure. Let's do this. Let's do this."
0: <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much, Wale, for for coming on tonight. Um no uh, Hopefully, you. we we love to have you on as you know the, the season progress. We'll Anytime, definitely pop it back. So, yeah, um, have a good night, guys. All right.